Ladies and gentlemen, Vertigo, and this is your host, Sean. So thank you for joining me uh, again. Excited to see the popularity of the show, uh, Climbing. It's amazing, gaining listeners, getting even some feedback, which is really awesome. Um, had, uh, you know, some emails and great conversations, uh, you know, with people who are listening. And uh, that's exciting stuff. So I'm really excited. You know, um, I love that it's just generating conversation. And that's really the exciting part because I never went into this show to say that my opinion is the only opinion or the right opinion. It was just simple expression of an opinion and one that I felt passionate enough to share. And so to see other people now also, you know, wanting to join in in the conversation and and bring out their points and, and this and that, that is awesome. And uh, so I thank you to all the listeners who are, you know, taking it in and, um, you know, sharing their thoughts as well, because that's the cool part about it. It's generating that conversation. So, you know, that's awesome. Also had some negative feedback, you know, uh, I had a couple of people drop me an email. I think one um, literally sat there and told me, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about was the exact line in the email. And um, that's fine. You know, um, I never claim to be an expert on any of the things that I talk about. I just claim to be somebody who is passionate about talking about the issues that I talk about. So, you know, you don't have to agree with me. Um, and that's all well and good. And I think one of the other ones said that, um, you know, I can't remember now. I'm going to have to, dig, I'll dig out. I'll have to dig through the emails because I don't have it open in front of me and I don't want to misquote it because it was a good one. I mean, basically, um, telling me that I'm a douchebag of sorts and going on a pretty lengthy rant about how, you know, I'm just a complete D bag and whatnot. So, you know, um, you know, I want to give that person all the credit in the world and, and cite them properly. So I will dig that email up maybe for the next episode and uh, talk a little bit about that, you know, because they deserve to be heard as well. Um, and I want them to know that if they are continuing to listen to my uh, rants and douchebaggery, that, you know, I appreciate that they're continuing to listen and, you know, I want to give them proper due and uh, cite their email properly um, because, you know, they're obviously continuing to listen. So, you know, they control. So I want to give them the, the proper respect and uh, I'll give them something to continue to troll about. So fuck them. Anyway, with that being said, um, you know, this is going to be kind of a different topic today. I'm, I'm shaking my head for a different reason today. Um, one in amazement and, uh, one in it of excitement. So I'm a huge music fan, always have been, um, you know, anybody that's known me for any length of time, I have played guitar. I played piano slash keyboard, um, drums, bass, you know, always been involved in music one way or another. And it's always been a huge part of my life. Um, uh, you know, I, have written and recorded songs and, uh, you know, just have, have always just loved, absolutely loved music and, um, grew up in the eighties and have, you know, when MTV played actual music and really just loved and fell in love with the whole, what they call hair bands now. Although, um, I think that that's, kind of you know crazy i think there is definitely a genre of hair bands um but 
I really loved like the initial, the early 80s, uh, the Dawn of Rat, Motley Crue, when it was this punk rock infused because of the New York Dolls, right? So I'll give you a brief history. So, you know, there's this arena rock, which, you know, kind of was uh, Journey and, um, you know, I don't know, Survivor, these kind of bands at, and coming into the, you know, through the 70s and going into the 80s. And then, of course, we had the Sex Pistols release their album. And that just kind of like jaw dropped everybody because here's this raw, in your face, punk attitude, right? And of course, then we also had the Ramones in New York City, um, who I cite as a huge influence of mine. I love the Ramones and I love what they did to make rock and roll raw and gritty again. And then of course you had the New York Dolls who splashed some glam in there. And then you start seeing bands like Motley Crue pop up on the scene who um, definitely have a punk rock influence with that glam, you know, and, you know, so forth and so forth. So that's the music that really, like, I love, you know, I love that punk rock infused, um, you know, Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, of course. Um, but then, like I said, I also just have a, a true deep love for punk rock. Uh, like I said, the Ramones, definitely Black Flag, um, the descendants the dead kennedys you know i love it and so that's where my first love was right it was with uh, punk rock music and early early 80s hair metal all right early stuff though like i said motley Crue, um definitely never really got actually to be completely honest outside of motley Crue and, and guns and roses um that's kind of where it really it started and stopped for me. I didn't really, you know, by the time it got into the mid to late 80s where there was just, you know, bands galore popping up because that's what they do, right? They record companies would latch on to this. Uh, oh, this is the music. So everybody and anybody can now be signed. Um, never really, you know, went too much further. Those bands were kind of my go-to bands um, if I wasn't listening to metal or punk, which I know is crazy because metal guys and punk guys don't normally uh hang together but i enjoyed both genres of music and it was a really exciting time to be a music fan because there was a lot of crossover music so like dri suicidal tendencies they were doing a lot of like crossover like hardcore punk meets metal and so anthrax also i would put in that category um, but i love Madball. i love sick of it all sick of it all and so you know there were these bands that were starting to do the crossover thing which was really exciting to see and it kind of gave birth to thrash music so i don't want to go down this whole you know walk through you know music history and whatnot but this is definitely a passion of mine so let me get back to what i was saying so i just saw in rolling stone and this is where i'm shaking my head that motley crew is coming back to do a stadium tour for the year 2020 and I just couldn't believe it because I think it was 2014 they did this whole like we're gonna cease and desist from touring. We signed this legal contract. Nikki Six was out there saying not gonna do it anymore. We're done. Uh, you know whatever. And it's kind of fun to see. And I'm wondering if part of it is was propaganda. Like you know I because I think in my opinion Nikki Six is pretty genius about marketing i mean he really was kind of the brainchild in motley crew and getting them to where they are and where they were and i think it's not fair to say where past tense because obviously they still are with the release of netflix the dirt 
they obviously have gained a lot of young fans and popularity. And it's exciting because I really feel like he's really pushing rock and roll to kind of like come back. You know, rock and roll will never be dead. I know that that's been a, a thing that people have said for, gosh, years, man. Fuck. I mean, I've heard rock and roll is dead. I don't know how many fucking times I've heard that, right? Rock and roll is not dead. It just kind of goes into... Rock and roll is one of those cool things where it kind of weaves in and out of pop culture, right? Um, but if rock and roll was dead, truly dead, right? You wouldn't have bands like Lamb of God who are still selling, you know, out major tours. When they, when Lamb of God goes on tour, when Slipknot goes on tour, um, who else is really big? Um, uh, gosh, Bad Wolves. I mean, there are some big rock and roll bands out there now, hard rock bands. Um, metal certainly isn't going anywhere but you know these are huge bands you know uh, not fast as huge when that comes into town and so rock and roll is not dead but the brilliance i think of nikki six in my humble opinion you know that they do this cease and desist in 2014 that band goes dark band goes quiet they don't hear much nikki six is always doing something he's usually pretty busy um you know i know he's got a youtube channel he's got 6am and other projects that he's working on as far as the other guys i don't really know what they've been doing um i haven't followed it close enough really um but you know to see now that the year 2020 is coming the dirt has come out since then and it's really cool to see them reacting to the fans saying hey come on we want to bring you guys back let's 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 not end it this way like you guys are at the highest point of your career in years i would say this has got to be the highest point that they've been at their career since dr feelgood was released in 89. i don't think there's been this much talk and grumblings and whatnot about that band so definitely really cool to see motley crew coming back on the road again um i'm really excited i i would love to get the opportunity to go see them I think it's always great to go out and support these, you know, these bands that are still out there, you know, putting on great shows. If they've still got the ability to do that, you know, then kudos to them. I mean, the Rolling Stones, for crying out loud, I think are gearing up for another stadium tour. And those guys got to be 20 years older than crew. So if those guys can still put on a show, God, they've got to be the Rolling Bones at this point. I don't even know how old they are, but if the Rolling Bones can go out there and put on a show, I'm certainly hopeful that crew can put on a show and kudos to them. So, you know, like I said, kind of different vein of a podcast today. Um, you know, but I just, I, I find such humor in this too, because I just wonder how much of it is like, uh, is just propaganda, which I'm sure is a lot of it. Like, Hey, we're going to do the cease and desist thing. We're going to go quiet for some years. And we know that the dirt is going, like, they knew that. They knew the dirt was being made into a film. They were shopping that around. Like, they knew all this stuff was coming. And then I almost wonder if it's like, let's see how the dirt does. And if the dirt does what we indeed think it is going to do, then we're going to come back and we're going to hit it hard. You know, I can't help but wonder if that was some of the, the talking behind the scenes that was going on. Of course, they're not going to admit that or say that, you know, but... Motley Crue has always done things huge, always done things on a large scale. That's uh, just how they've always done it in their careers. And so I can't help but think that this also was kind of that thought like, all right, we're going to, we're going to, 
bring a lot of attention by doing the cease and desist. And then we are going to go away for a little while. We're going to go our own ways. We're going to work on some projects and then we're going to come back and we're just going to like hit it so hard. But it's also exciting, like I said, to see that rock and roll is kind of making this comeback into the mainstream again. It's generating that. And to see the bands like Motley Crue and, and Poison and Def Leppard are off also on the bill. And Def Leppard certainly hasn't gone anywhere. Um, I'm not a huge Def Leppard fan. Uh, but I certainly pay mad respect to any band that can continue to be playing and selling out shows, you know, gosh, 40 years into their careers. I mean, that's amazing to, for any band to be able to do that, any genre, to be able to be that far along in your career and still have, you know, staying power to still be able to sell out crowds. That's pretty incredible. And so how exciting is that? So like I said, you know, let's see where this goes. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. You know, I was I was pretty shocked and in, in amazement. I'm probably going to have to go and see the show for sure. Um, you know, I know that, you know, on the last tour in 2014, that Vince, this, the fans were singing more of the lyrics than Vince was. I'm really kind of hoping that that changes this tour. I'm hoping that Vince is... Um, got the fire and is ready to really just bring it I, you know that would probably be my only complaint because i did see some youtube videos and i listened to the live album that they released uh the end and from the end of their tour i think it was actually recorded the last date of the tour in their hometown of la and you know vince's voice still sounded good but he just didn't have the the power that he had which i mean you know it's hard. None of those guys that were, you know, belting out songs like that have the voice still. I mean, everybody's voice has changed. James Hetfield from Metallica's voice has changed. You know, Dave Mustaine's voice from Megadeth has changed. Everybody's voice changes as they get older, and that's absolutely true. But, um, you know, Vince just wasn't really even singing the song. So I'm hoping that part of it changes for the 2020 tour for sure. Because, you know, I really want to see some power and kick. You know, I want to see the band come back and just bring it. And I think that would be pretty cool. Um, I do want to give a shout out to another band that I've been listening to, uh, Dirty Honey. Um, they are amazing, in my opinion. And so uh, really excited to be seeing them playing and hearing them on the radio. Uh, they almost have a Guns N' Roses kind of feel to them. So while we're talking about music, anybody who's interested, you should definitely go check out Dirty Honey as well. So again, thank you everybody for listening and hanging there with me. I know this was a little bit different of a podcast, um, but Vertigo was never meant to be, um, you know, just a, a scripted, this is how every episode is going to be, you know, it's meant to just be fun and be light. And so I hope you're all are continuing to hang with me. I hope that you uh, have a great day or whatever it is that you're doing when you're listening to this. And, uh, Take care of yourself. And of course, love one another. Take care.